Hey, listener, you like couches? You like three dudes on the same couch? Says in the show. Anime couch. All right. What is up, everyone? It's your host, Flossy here. You just going to interrupt me like that? All right. Anyways, what's up, everyone? It's your host, Flossy here. And this week on the couch, we got our boys, Troy and Justin. Say what's up. And before we get into what we're going to be talking about this what's week. What's up, everybody? All right. All right. You're trying to fight out here at this point. Before we get into what we're talking about this week, let's just uh, put out any place where you can find us and support us. You can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, and Spotify. You can find us on YouTube. Look up Flaws Dude. And also, we have uh, a new channel for shorter videos and clips. The Anime Couch Clips that you can find on YouTube. Feel free to uh, support the channel there, too. And you can also look us up on theanimecouch.com where you can find our Patreon and support us for measly funds of like a dollar or something just so we're not broken hungry out here. Troy's enjoying not being hungry because he's snacking on a pizza right now. That's why he didn't say anything, but he is very much here if you are listening on the audio side. And if you don't do it, we will find you. I'm not going to do any of that. I'm Not at all. Not me. But uh, Justin can if he really wants to. It'll be Liam Neeson. Listen, if we can yeah. get Liam Neeson for that, I, I will, you know, I respect that. If, if you I don't know, man. I don't know, man. It feels like he's still looking Ma- for those matter, matter of fact, if you can get Liam Neeson, you can just send him my way, and I can just talk to him. If he talks to you, he's just going to look for a reason to assault you. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll get my money. I'll get my check, bro. I'll, I'll have cameras scowling, bro. I'll, I'll be prepared. He's not going to throw the first punch. He's going to fall into you, make listen, it look like bro. you started some shit. I just got to out-act his acting. That's all I got to do. I got to be like when, two steps ahead. It's got to be like L in this game versus like I just got to be in there. And when you keep – and when the fight goes on – Listen, I just got to get – I got to position him in a way where the camera doesn't see what I'm seeing. So where it's like loosely suggestive where I'm like, Liam, why would you pull down your zipper? Liam, put your – Put your crotch away and then you know and then he'll start panicking and then he'll start oh, shuffling shit. and they'll be like why are you grabbing a knife and then and then that's 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 where i take off and i so, i leave the conversation so are you gonna cut off your own dick if i have to if you have to i'm not yeah. using it right now so it's expendable that, at this point if i can make a couple million off of it it's worth it Listen, not, not everyone can be like i got a million dollar penis right it's just not it's not viable not everyone gets oh. that experience you got a million dollar penis that you can't use. Listen, if your if your penis is a million dollar penis, you better be using it right now, Justin, or else I you're think, thinking away. I think, it's like, I think it's like 30k a testicle. Anyways, this week we will be talking about the first episode of Moon Knight. And if our previous guest host, JC, shows up, we might dive into other things. But until then, we will get down into the hero in a white hood. The man who makes people fear. Minorities hide at his beck and call. He is the night. He is the moon. Moon night. Anyways, let's break down into Marvel's first KKK character and the deep lore and depths that he poses as someone with multiple personalities that seem to trouble his ordinary white person persona life that, you know, reflects on society. And what's crazy is all his personalities all have white privilege 
They're all white, yes. And and that's not all right either. Why see can't the, he see, be see the play on words? Yes, yes, we saw that. Why can't he be black? And you know Why what? He, he also wears all white so that we can see him. You see the deep layers of connections we can make here just Why by the simple nuance of the have, storytelling. Why can't he have a black personality? He can't because people would say that's racist. But in no, reality, no, no. if you're no. growing up in like Detroit, bro, no, it's not. It's, it's not racist. About, it's about it's being easily able to identify no. with the main character. No, it's his disorder. So, so you're telling me that disorder. because the majority of people are white, that's the appeal. That it has to be for your people and not ours. We can't. Mm. We can't get a brother. A brother night. Yes. No, he, he can already be the brother knight. He just has to have another personality. It's like a, I, I think Troy's saying Clayton, that it, that it takes dude. away from the relatability if Wait, there is a brother knight. Didn't you guys hear about that uh, about that comic character who like who's like he was a villain and his power was like to basically turn black? The only yeah, black like, villain I know is Goku Black, bro. And he was. You haven't heard of this character? Like his literal power is just turning black. I'm trying to remember. I feel like I I've heard about it, but I I don't have it honestly. It sounds <laughs> what, super familiar though. Like that's what super we need in the Moon Knight. That's what we need in the Moon Knight. Bro, if Marvel just went out and pulled out all the stops and was just like, we're gonna make every villain from now on a minority, bro, I might actually support them. But, you know, it ain't that easy. It's about white America connecting with the villain. All right, we've we've went on this uh, tirade long enough. We've probably lost any listeners we had, and uh, now we're just talking to ourselves. So this will just be a streaming. The Black Bomber. There we or, go. Yeah, or anyone. I, I didn't hear about that one. If, if anyone's still here, I I am. Uh, Greatly appreciative that you enjoyed that last segment, or greatly appreciative that you're ready to cancel us over that last segment. Both yeah, of them or, or really worried. I mean, if some people are, if this is their first episode, then I get the worry. If you've like watched multiple, then I feel like it could have been way worse. And honestly, we we're just holding back. Our core audience is the world, so it's already racist. We can't get canceled. Oh, dang. That's, <laughs> that's a good point. It's like when you're mixed race and you're just like, I, I can't be racist. I'm part Irish. And then they look at you and then you're just like some black American and they're like, nah. <laughs> but, you know, anyways, instead of uh, offending the masses, let's get into someone who also offended the masses, Stephen Grant. Yes. So, Moon Knight opens up. Not on Stephen Grant, though. It opens on, uh, I think, uh, Ethan Hawke's character's name was Arthur oil or something like that along those lines anyways the first thing first thing that guy does i i've heard the inspiration of his characters being on uh two characters the one sun god and then um this one cultist character whose name i can't remember i don't remember if it was bushman or something like that but um his character the first thing he does is smash glass and put it in his shoes bro i loved it i was like that is both um very appealing opening and one that once i heard the sound effects i was like this is disgusting like why would you do this did you know like 
there's like different types of hooks where it's mm-hmm. like sometimes it's really cool or really whatever and you're like i can't wait to watch this this was yeah. one of those ones where i immediately was like what the fuck i'm very i want to find i was out. so intrigued I, yeah. I, i've heard things I about like, the i want to find that from that. someone who was like what's going on uh someone who studied pain behavior in humans and crap like that so i was like dope dope i i believe that off that i figured that was just my i saw i was like it's some sort of egyptian relic cane thing listen people gotta people gotta study pain because you know when you when you love them hoes and they break you gotta be prepared mastering yourself if you fear pain and let pain rule your life then you'll never be i don't know man with a haircut like that i don't think he's pulling bro He's struggling. I don't know, man. All those people yeah, he pulled. Low, son. All those people he pulled. I mean, that's I just know, because man. that's just because he's a white man who's just talking, bro. It's it like you know how many white men have started cults. It's not that hard. Hey, yeah, you get a charismatic white man in a room. Like I could do anything, bro. Mm-hmm. What we need is a black man cult. Um. No one's gonna go into a black man cult, Justin. <laughs> black people wouldn't even do that. Like, Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> you know what they say about black people in horror movies? It ain't happening, bro. They run it. All right, American Dream, Kenny. All right, American Dream, right? <laughs> I feel like God. the last guy who dreamed tried to make a cult and he got killed by the FBI. <laughs> bro, I was gonna make that joke first. And I was like, that might be too strong to start off with. I shouldn't, bro. Yeah, let the... <laughs> I, was, I was like, I, li- I I like him too. Let me not. Let, let the white boy do it. That's better. That's better for everyone. Bro, we can't. We, we legally can't get partnered. We get in so much trouble. This is so problematic. We say too much. Now we're and good. Back to this series, Moon Knight. Yeah, maybe we'll tighten up before then. Like what Moon Knight's arc is gonna be. He's gonna he's gonna condense all his personas into like one and then he's just gonna break and then it'll be ten again. But we'll 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 seem like we're on the straight and narrow first. So after that opening, we um jumped to, to Stephen Grant, bro. And going for one, changing Stephen Grant from being the Bruce Wayne of like what Moon Knight is is a great choice, first and foremost. For it makes it distinct, one thing, and two, now you have a character that people can relate to. That isn't just like the cool Mark Spector or like the information guy, Jake Lockley or anything like that. You're going for like a relatable point of view character to express a story from him. And to make him so awkward and like distant from everything that he's experiencing makes the audience experiencing it with along with him just a ride. And if that's how you're choosing to open your premiere episode is the experience of this guy who doesn't understand what's happening to mirror the audience... And to have Oscar Isaac outact himself, bro, that is whew, chef's kiss. They, that was a great choice for a first episode. I have so much respect for that choice. I, I like, man, even if you're a comic purist, I don't know how you can. I understand wanting things to be one to one to some extent, but I think this is a narratively for a TV show such a better choice. Mm, it, I don't know, man. I it made me so happy. When I heard him talk for the first time, and he's calling his is, mom, is trash. His one thing, his trash food. British accent, bro. I love it so much. So good, dude. 
I don't think it's that trash. I think it's just it's not it's not bad, but like it's so blatantly like it's so it's like it's like perfectly awkward. <laughs> that, that's pretty much why it sounds like yeah. it, it makes sense because it say say the storyline is in in theory this where Mark Spector was on a mission and when he found the scare or when he got involved with whatever happened then his personality's unlocked at some point and now it's just been jumping around and it wasn't something he was born with right and it was post getting conchu say that was the case and Stephen Grant came after the fact and it just kind of happened that you know yeah, it, it was, now you got this uh this fat manufactured British accent like yeah that. it would be a dude <laughs> I will doing, perfectly get it if that's the case. Yeah, what he thinks the British accent is. But yeah, just him. I like immediately was just like, oh, fuck yeah. He's like undoing the ankle strap and like mm-hmm. checking to make sure he didn't get out of his apartment. And then it turns out that Mark was able to just recreate all of this. All right. I, like, and, I love where he wakes up thing, like three days later. There's one thing later. to get into. We're saying these names. There's Mark Spector. There's uh, Stephen Grant. And there's Jake Blockley in the comics, right? Mark Spector is like the main like professional persona to it all. Stephen Grant was usually like the billionaire Bruce Wayne to him. And Jake Blockley is like more of the informational guy. And he has the like the, the one the one um statue, the gold statue man, What it, it, credited, he is the informant Jake Lockley has because Jake Lockley is a cabbie and that's what he does for his uh, job and all. So he, he's his yeah, like homeless the street, man informant, the street level right? informant. Yeah. And so I thought that was one, a cool touch, but like there, there's one scene I want to touch on that implies that there are the three personas is the scene where the one chick at the museum gets asked out and Mark Spector clearly speaks in an American voice, right? It's clear as day. And he would not ask someone out. It seems like he's already got someone, right? So the assumption would be it's got to be Jake Lockley because Stephen does not know Ooh, that happened at all. I thought she called him Mark. Um, I only I'm watched the episode the one time. I watched it twice. I, I mean, if, I mean if, that Lockley guy, he seems more like an undercover type of person, so he would keep the Stephen persona. And he like, I, I think like, it's a, like he just probably doesn't called. need to say it. And if he was like a Playboy-ish in nature, that'd be pretty cool. He's, he seems more like the like um like the more caring type towards Steven. But so like he, he notices like the little things. Oh yeah, like the fish and stuff. Like those details, I'm like, I don't think Mark is gonna do that because Mark is working right with Conchu. I don't yeah. think Mark did any of the stuff to take care of Steven's life. No, so it, I it was, I think it's been that, that, that actually does make more sense. I just figured that, it was Mark was doing my, it to um, keep up appearances, you know. Yeah, I, I, I think if it was like, because the first thing that happens when Mark takes over is he's in that other country, right? And he's doing a mission for Contra, getting the scarab. So I was like, uh, uh, and then like he ends up back home two days later. I'm like, if Mark was working the whole time, I don't think he'd have been back. I think he'd been taking care of business. That's that was what my whole mindset was was with it. So I was like, if if it is Jake, or say they say it's someone else, whatever. I, I think that makes perfect sense. Yeah, so Jake is more like the in-betweener, like trying to make sure I just, everything stays. Yeah, the liaison. I, I want to know, like, what is his vibe for what the series would I wonder what his touch on it would be. Cause the, I bet um, they'll, pull, they'll pull from the traditional Steven a little bit and maybe make him Maybe, and, like, merge that with Jake. I, I'd be interested yeah. if that's the angle they go. Because, um, I mean... Anyone who's gotten a screener to watch this got to watch the first four episodes. 
but they're not allowed to say whether or not something like that happened or anything like that. But I wonder if Jake did get introduced or something, or if it's just been implied the whole time. You know, they got to keep as tight as lip as possible, or else you know those privileges get revoked. So I can't wait to find out. But um, now are people uh, like? like stuck with mark or is he gonna go more towards being the mr knight persona bro i mean i'm gonna be hyped for the mr knight persona don't get me wrong but i can hold out i want to i want to explore his daily life personas you know i want to see a bit of mark because we we are going to see him have like a breakdown of all I'm talking to a complete stranger every time I try to call my mom or somebody is trying to keep me here and like this should and that and because you really haven't noticed them like trying to console Mark. They're just trying to like have him go to sleep and them take over the body, which I mean like Kanchu and um oh I meant Steve. You're talking about Steven, yeah. I know you're yeah. saying Mark the whole time and I was like <laughs> Like like Steven and uh and Kanchu like try to like just keep him at bay without like really needing him. Cause I'm pretty sure they both don't like him being in control. You know, I what, what amazes me about a series like this is if it's so far away from what the MCU has right now that them focusing on just the Moon Knight mythos and character of it all, if a part of the series was just exploring his own relationships with himself. It's so much different from anything Marvel has had to offer, like, ever off the rip of that. But two, like, it's just, it's so much of just the character exploration that seeing where that can go and, like, what the events around him will do. Oscar Isaac was just such a great choice for this role. Like, honestly, it, I, I could take this so easily. If, if the character was more like what it was, comic wise like i always thought keanu reeves would have been a fine choice or something like that if it was the more simplistic like carrying version of uh moon knight where it's like a simple playboy billionaire stephen grant and what like the very one like uh like actors to pick i think jared leto would have been a good job Jared Leto probably would have put effort to it i don't know know. yeah nick cage nick cage here Oh, I'm fucking done on that. I'm not taking him right now. We're through. I will take him as like Danny Ketch, Ghost Rider, if they want to go that route, bro. If they want to bring him as, I I think it'd be cool to see Johnny Blaze show up like as a potential like hang around character for a bit. Nick Cage won't be that guy. But if they were to be like, oh, he's Danny Ketch, and then he shows up like one of the All right. uh, Think about this, right? The voice actor for Peppa Pig. I think you're on to something there, but uh, you mean Baphomet? Speaking demon, speaking queen, of um voice actors, baby eater. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's your voice. Conchu, Conchu, bro. It Conchu was great, and um, I'm trying to remember who voiced him. I loved Conchu's very limited lines. Like oh, the idiot's back. I think it's um, I think an F. Murray Abraham who voiced him, but the his delivery, bro, the dry wit and humor to like how he was treating Stephen and how he was like communicating with Mark. He's like, bro, get him out of here. What are you? 
Like it was, Don't it was so clean. And like, there's a, there's an amount of menace to his voice, but also just like pure like some. He carries some emotion to where he's not just trying to be like pure mystical god above, right? There's like a tone to his voice where you're like, I can hear someone in my life talking like that. So like, it doesn't feel as distant as it could be. Like when Superman speaks, like Superman speaks so like above and privileged to people. And it's like, there's a sense of like, some people just can't relate to that. But then you have someone like thinking Conchu out here talking well, even like, like Dr. Fate, people like that. You know, Dr. Like, Fate just speaks in like thinking tongues, bro. I, yeah. Cracks. I got it's just that big speaking, brain bro. where it's just like, it's like, yeah, you're being talked down to. The fate of the world speaks in these hands, and you shall not. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's not well, a problem. The stars but like when, would when you want when you want to feel like the vibe of a character, like dialogue like that can take away if the delivery is not good enough, or just the dialogue itself can take away. No, and just conscious delivery, bro. I'm like, bro, I talk, bro. I, it's the just, amount of times I've called someone an idiot before, like I feel it's you. Just atypical of like the standard like god or omniscient mm-hmm. like you think about like type, Odin, like know? asgard when it was first introduced right like yeah they were talking shakespearean shakespearean and all that and it's like all right at some times the delivery works and at other times it's like you're you're upping it too much and it's not yeah, landing it's as very it it's should. very prosaic and mm-hmm. medieval you're just like yeah. i get it I understand I why you're doing it, but it doesn't have to be that way every time, especially if you're wanting to create a more understanding vibe from your shirts, you know? Yeah, and plus, like, I don't know. He's like the Egyptian moon god. So, yeah, I mean, like, it would have been really easy to just kind of make it, like, super on the nose, like, darkness evil moon creepy and they're like yeah he is scary when he's walking at you in a dark hallway but like he's also gonna call you a jackass i love the balance of that and when he's walking uh, down the hallway and he's just like yelling at him and i'm like do not you motherfucker <laughs> get out i don't want you here bro he is nah he he was going there with his kinks now let me tell you something. Who's freaky? Who's freakier? A sun god or a moon god? Think about it. Talking scarier or like kinkier? Nah, kinkier. Hmm. Moon now, god. Before, before, yeah, but yeah, because what's it called? Because you gotta think about it, like all the sexual stuff are always on the moon. Y'all remember Avatar? Sokka was no. getting that bag with the moon. I, I don't remember Avatar. Nah, you know she was freaky. Sokka fucks the moon. Yeah. He he kissed the moon. Uh, he, he didn't get, get the second base. Don't the get moon, no, the moon deep throats him and then gets pregnant and sends him it, her it's, sword it's, baby. It's, it's, like, it's like one of those uh, redneck videos where it's like, I put my penis in a fish type things. That's why Jeff. That's why Jeff Bezos made a dick-shaped rocket, because <laughs> the moon is inherently feminine. Exactly. Exactly what I was thinking. You have the um, mass. 
the masculo fat. Anyways, getting back into uh, uh, the Moon Knight episode. No, no, Kanchu. Getting, getting, getting back. Kanchu is a. Get, getting back into this Moon Knight episode, <laughs> there is one thing that happens early on where the one security guard calls Steven Scotty. And it's either just him not paying attention, but there was also a theory I saw going out there where it's like maybe Jake just calls himself Scotty or something like that, just to cover base. So that it's not suspicious or anything like that. Something dumb, but you know, if it happened no. and it was something. It's a Scott, it's a Scott Pilgrim callback. You're right. It's Scott Pilgrim versus the world out here. Anyways, carrying on to the story. Hello so we have again. We, we have what happens is in the start of the movie, you get uh, a movie. Start of the episode. So you get all that. He goes to the museum, he does his job, then he goes back home after finding out he has a day, and then everything gets set up. And he goes to sleep that night, and he's trying not to sleep and all that. And he goes to sleep and he wakes up, and my guy's just out in a field and he's like fixing his job, bro. And he I was like, you know, to do that on purpose hurts. This so just, was fucked up. When that when your jaw gets stuck, like it's happened to me. I it's a terrible feeling, and the fact that he just started and he fight, you see it pop back in, bro. I got I got so mad at that. I was like, "What you really did on purpose? Like, is that not a joke, bro? This thing is irritating to see happen." Dude, yeah, what, what knocked out his jaw and then just left, or did he fall off from? Like, I feel like he fell out of the building. I think Mark fell out of the building and yeah. got knocked out. And then, and then, like that's what. Yeah, Steven I, I feel like that would happen too. So you have that, and he and he looks up and he sees the old guy in the window, and he waves, and the old guy just waves back, which is so stupid. And next, thing you know, they like yeah. bust out their guns, and then they start booking it after this guy, and my guy's running. Yeah, what's just, your theory on that old guy? He's just I part of think the he's the one above all. Oh. That's a good feeling. Okay. It is. You're correct. Some old man part of the cold. No. Old people people are always special, but we're not going to think about it. No, but we we, we are are going to be moving on without the thinking. If Stan Lee was still alive, why'd that bitch grab Jimmy? Why's that bitch's first reaction to grab a gun? (laughs) (laughs) There's no way. Uh, anyways, I I love going through the scenes where you ignore all the Mark stuff. Like, I'd be fine if they went back and, like, just showed snippets of, like, like the Hawkeye recap of him losing his hearing. Like, the general, just scenes of Mark whooping, sinking tail in a montage. Bro, I, that'd be my life right there. But I love watching Steven just going through the motions and not having to go through that, and then just flashback dude i between every time loved i i i know it wasn't for everyone because i have yeah. seen a few complaints there's people who don't like that they didn't show any action like that no, i personally fucking loved the way that like every time they were about to do it it would just Bro, i i just think that is like genius directing and like a, just a way to analyze the story from steven's perspective i think it's just really smart Dude, it was so awesome, and it made the last moment all that more satisfying oh. when it comes oh, around yeah. the door and you see him in the bathroom. But let's not let's not touch on that just yet. So we have Steven, and he runs into the city, and suddenly you just see uh, Arthur over here, Ethan Hawke out here pulling all these cultists, and they're all trying to touch him, a bunch of weirdos. And he's like, all right, my people, it's time to get judged. And Steven's just, he don't know what he's doing, but he's trying to blend in because he's already getting chased. 
taking life mm-hmm. on the line. It's time to it's time to get freaky. That's what mm-hmm. it's happening. And so first up, this one young dude goes up there and he's like, All right, I'm ready to be judged. I'll be first. And my guy makes the pass, which means he never jerked his gherkin because Look. there's no way you've done that and you're not well, getting he never, he never will. He never nah, will either. He's waiting for marriage. He said, let me get that staff and hot. Hell no. He's he's not like that. He's a pure-hearted man. And that's why he's alive. But that old lady, bro, she looked at stinking Bruce whore. Willis. She looked at Bruce Willis with dirty eyes one time, and she deserved what she got. She was Straight out whore. of here. Great whore. There's no reason to be hey, breaking yourself around. Hey, granny, your grannies are allowed their preferences and interests as well. Time does not stop that. But I mean, there's should, no discrimination. She should, not, she should not have lied. She should not have acted like she wasn't doing anything. That was and the issue. She was like, she was like, I've been good my whole life. Guess what? That's what Too bad, bad girls say. That's mm-hmm. what bad girls say. Mm-hmm. So Justin's gonna say when his time comes. You know, it was like the god of judgment or whatever. Saw you flicking bean. Uh-huh. Amit, Amit saw that one time you smoked the devil lettuce and uh, just not getting the pass. Ain't no passes here. Saw you in that gangbang. And um, continuing on, just after that, roasted. after that, they get interrupted and the security people are like, hey, he's, he's, he's still here. And so once he finds that out, my guy is big brain. He's just speaking in a language he doesn't understand and bow down to me, whatever the hell he said. And you ask Steven over there, like a thinking dork, uh, oh, my bad. Bows down with him. What a guy. Yeah, he's and, like, uh, <laughs> he said, and I oop. He, what a he guy. Used, he used the generic um, British accent. Like that American oh. use when they hear it for the first time and be like, "Oh, sorry, love, uh, I I'm supposed to be kneeling too. My bad." Mm-hmm. But um, I'm so bad, bro. When my guy was saying "bugger" and like, what what, what was the fucking phrase he said when he when he would like say goodbye, or when he would like, it was that, like he was. It's my fault. It's my fault for thinking about it because I could pull these out my butt whenever I'm talking to people and I throw a British accent. I cannot notice how I'm thinking about it. It was Laters Gators. Laters Gators, bro. When he was like, oh, Laters Gators, bro. I was like, yo. That was so lame. I was like, yo. But you know what's funny about that is he, he. Oscar Isaac made fun of his English accent before the show came out, just like just ahead of everyone else. It's super valid for it too. He, I I believe he did it on purpose to some extent, but it is so hilarious. I, I he said it. it was his idea to do it. Yeah, I, like, I, I I get it. But um, carrying on after that whole confrontation, Stephen is like automatically like, yo, voice in my head, screw you. I'm gonna give this guy the scare of. I I don't want no part of this. And just seeing him by himself, like, unless the fact that he was like fighting himself, I was like, yo, if that's not green, someone in a green screen outfit just like controlling your body parts for you, you are putting in a game to look like you are not in control of your own body. He, he was just fighting himself so well. And so, thinking Arthur out here is trying to grab the scarab and he's not giving it to him. And next thing you know, he runs away and they start grabbing at him, and then you have him pass out. 
And Mark out here is just like, oh, did my work. And then Steven comes back and he's like bloody hand surrounded by bodies, bro. Felt bad for those poor lads, but you know, they weren't they weren't taking down Mark. After that, he's not in position, so he's gotta run. And then you got one of my favorite scenes in the episode is the stinking ice cream truck chasing. That crap was comedy gold. I loved, yeah, him basically like being so overwhelmed, you would black out and then like come to holding a gun and there's like a dead dude in the car and he's the, like backwards. <laughs> the like, music ah. choices for the episode worked, but that was probably one of my favorite ones is when the, the soundtrack was going off during that scene. I was like, you are killing it right now. Yeah, dude, just the whole tone in general of the first episode. Like, so many parts of it were so satisfying. Where you have, like, the nerdy Egyptian fanboy who works at the mm-hmm. museum, and he's just... Where he's talking about the stinking dyad and, like, the nine... I love that part. Die. She's just like, Steven, shut the fuck up. Go do your job. <laughs> and he's just like, bro, the, the scene where he gets back, he starts yelling at her like, like well, this guy's chasing me, bro. I was like, you get fired here in America. I don't know how you talk to your boss like that, bro, but you know. Yeah, she's like, you're still on fucking inventory tonight, yeah? <laughs> you got that, love? Blimey. Talk back to me again. Blimey, crikey, isn't it? Someone singing Australian words in there, too. What a guy. <laughs> Shrimp right. on the barbie. Anyways, um, so that scene, that scene where he's just driving the truck, and he passes the old lady, and she flicks him off. I I I just started laughing. It was just so random. I was like, but that that chase scene was great. And then he he escapes after that whole uh the sinking the logs fall down, and then dude, one thing I will say for how much I thought it was dope. It seems like they spent their budget on not the CG because that scene when the cars got taken away mm-hmm. by the landslide looked maybe one or two notches above like Sharknado. I mean, yeah, my and... thing with CG, as long as it's not like blatantly garbage, like no, it takes yeah, away like... from a scene, I don't care. That's but how I, I, I know during that scene, it didn't look as good as other stuff. So yeah, that's how I was like, because it was still probably the best of all of the shows, like first episodes or whatever. And it's and it's really quick. Like when you know CG is going to happen, if you're not doing it practical, like usually try not to overextend the amount of money you're putting into a scene like that, especially if it's yeah. Like, there and gone for what is that like a two second shot yeah but yeah it was still that's like if you were trying to be like like snyder cultists or whatever they're probably like moon knight sucks cg's made you know because they're always complaining about something but um outside of that after that whole ordeal he wakes up back home and now you're back to steven but now it's like two days later. He never I, I don't know if he found out what day it was when he ended up in that one place, but now it's just completely afterwards. 
And so he first thing he he's doing, he's like he's trying to trying to get ready with the day, and he notices the fish. And he's just like, bro, my disabled fish is gone when he goes to the stinking pet shop, fish shop. Yo, that and, fish get it. And honestly, the fact that he doesn't think his fish is like part stinking Namekian is baffling. Like, <laughs> bro, you you'd be growing back limbs if you're Namekian. That, the fish is no different. The fact that uh he he went there and the lady was like, bro, you came here and you traded out the fish, and you're telling me I gave you disabled. Fish. A non-disabled fish. Where's my Gus? Dude, yeah, she's probably like, I did not get paid enough for this bullshit. Honestly, bro, I, I was like, I, you know, I, you, like, you ever think about like how you'd be that worker in that situation? Like, would you really give this guy a pass? Probably not. Like, he'd probably be like, you're retarded or something like that. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm fucking not dealing with you right now. Yeah, like so. Outside it's of that, it was a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. So eventually it's like, all right, he can't do that. He's getting late for his date. And he's at the date. I, the fact that he doesn't confirm the day and time, bro, I'm like, you are living a good life because I got to check the time all the freaking time. I got to know when it is. I got to know what day it is. I don't know how you can go through that much of your day and not confirm the date. Just couldn't be me. Dude, I do that. I related to that shit. I literally... I spent all last week on Wednesday thinking it was Tuesday. I do that all the time. That's why I'm always like so skeptical about like checking the time. I'm like, I'll go through a day and I'll be like, I'll, I'll, I'll wake up on like a Monday and suddenly be like in the middle of the day, be like, all right, so I have this to do and this and it's all Tuesday stuff. And, and then I'll finish work and I'll get home. And it'll either catch me the next day or it'll catch me at some point. And I get so mad when I do that. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I got home and my sister had Moon Knight queued up on the TV, and I was like, "How'd you get early access?" She's like, I, "I didn't. It's just on Disney Plus." Like, You're just an is. idiot. Yeah, it's like Wednesday. I was like, "Oh, I'm a day behind on my fucking reports." Dude, I freaking thought it was today, like the second episode. Dude, I got tricked. That bitch. The Moon Knight Twitter account tweeted something about they're like happy fucking Moon Knight Friday or whatever. Oh, I remember that, yeah. And I was no, like, I was like, did they sneak another episode in? No. No, nah, it was them the same Moon Knight Friday, yeah. But um yeah, one of the one of the dudes who uh who watched the first four episodes was like, All right, let's talk about like Moon Knight episode two. I was like what? So I paused no, it before it happened. Like and like I went on Disney Plus and I was like, and it was like late at night. So I was like, okay, I'll probably be able to watch it in the morning. So I put my headphones on the charger. And then like in the morning when I finally like wake up, I put them in and the show's still not there. And I have to check like a TV schedule just to make Listen, sure. it's fine that you're an idiot, Justin. We get that. It's okay. <laughs> Yes, I am. And I'm proud of it. But um, after after the whole uh, fish thing, he goes on the date, and him being at the date alone, I heard that that was like uh, one of the moments where they where they're thinking about cutting some parts of it. But I was like, I I really enjoy him, just like that depressing moment where he like you get to see that the fact that he has this whole dissociative that identity disorder really impacts his life, 
and you can just see like maybe it's just so stressful that he can't deal with some things at sometimes because once he gets there and he calls her and it's like oh i'm here where are you at and she's like what do you mean you stood me up and he's just like (laughs) what do you mean And, and he's just like what do you mean it's been two days and like there's a chance that he went back to work as like someone else or maybe he didn't and like no one saw him around it doesn't matter because no one's gonna believe you to say that if people spot you it's gonna be like you're you it's not like you're someone else you don't get a pass for like negligence in his case no one's gonna give you that yeah especially not like I didn't really pay attention to the chick, but Steven's boss, like, makes a comment where she's like, oh, I didn't know you'd fucking taken a shot. Because apparently that girl's yeah, somewhat like, out of his league. Yeah. So he's probably just, like, sitting there, like, fuck, bro, I haven't got posted. And I, I, I should say, bro, the fact that, like, it's Oscar Isaac. I don't know, man. I, I feel like she's dropping the ball on this, but, you know, that's just... But, moving on from that, the scene where, like, it's like, oh, he's a vegan, but he's like, you know, I'll just take the steak. I was like, I feel really bad for you right now. <laughs> you Dude, are. You are in so, it, bro. That was so uncomfortable, where he's just I, like, he's just like, yep, the, the nice the, one. I, I, I was like, it. you literally sound like you've never eaten meat before. That it's shit just, was awkward. I felt bad. I, I, no. I was like, made me feel for him. Those crazy. I, those I mean, Justin, you're movies. you're a meat expertise out here, so. I can take meat all day. We know. A connoisseur. Mm-hmm. But uh, after that scene, he goes back to his apartment for the night. And this is where all this all the weird stuff starts going down and starts like leading to endgame of it all. He goes back home and you have the whole thing where he one finds the phone and then you find out like Mark has his stuff just like stashed in there. He's got like this, he's got his keys, he's got the phone, and he like calls the phone and it's like I don't even remember the lady's name, but uh Mark's girl. And there's also the name Duchamp over there. It's like one of uh, Mark's uh, informants or something like that who he's worked with. Or one of his friends. But I don't know if that'll ever come up. Might have just been an Easter egg. But he calls the chick and then she's like, Mark, where have you been? It's been months. And I'm like, now I feel bad for Mark. Because Mark's got people he's close with. And he can't get in contact with them because of Steven. So I'm like, I don't know who to feel bad for right now. But, you know, Mark, Mark's just doing his job. So he probably, probably don't care. So... You have that going on, and then after all that happens, Mark's trying to get a hold of him, and then Conscious trying to get it, like take control of him, because things are about to start going down. And so you have the scene in the bathroom where he's looking at the mirror, and he doesn't know where the voice is coming from, and he sees it, but it's him, and he's like, "I'm going crazy," no, so he tries Mark- to tries to leave, and he's in the elevator, and he's going up and down, and you got Conchu chasing him, and it's just. Though the one scene in the trailer where it's the old lady, bro, I'm like, yo, I feel so bad for you. You are you are losing your mind right now. Bro, she was she, she was terrified. Like my friend Ruth. 
She lives in Chicago. She, she probably did that, that one bit where you just go as the, the first door you can find and you're just like, help me, there's a crazy man here. Please, please call 911. Literally, I, yeah. Literally, was probably that. didn't even know that motherfucker. Like, that's all I felt from that. And I was like, yo, I, you're not even trying out here and you're just panicking. And then you go on and you have the one scene after all this goes down where he falls asleep and he wakes up on the bus and he just screams. And I'm like, yo, you will have it so rough right now. <laughs> you... Everyone's looking at him just like, and they're just like, bro, get away from us. And then you have Arthur who's like just about to come up on him. And this is and this gets to the end of the episode where he, he gets to the museum and he's like, hey, uh, please don't let this guy in. He's trying to talk to the one security guard. And the security guard's like, yes, in a museum. That's totally easy. He tells off his boss. And then he runs into thinking, uh Arthur out here. And they have their conversation. I enjoyed their interaction with each other, honestly, really well. Because you have the two characters, Steven, who's just like, I don't want to be involved in this. I I don't know why this is happening. And then you have Arthur like, well, I don't know what's happening either. And like they're talking about Egyptian stuff. And he's like, okay, so you get the gist of what's going on. So you'll comply. And he's like, sure. And he does the judgment test on him. And that's when he realizes something is wrong. Because he's like, what's inside of you is just complete chaos. I don't. I don't know what's inside of you. And so he doesn't know how to react. But he's seen what he can do. So, like, that's why he waits for the opportunity. But, like, just what he sees out of Stephen Grant, I wonder what his interactions with the other personalities are going to be. I'd be very entertained to see, like, him interact off of uh, Mark or Jake if Jake's in it, or even Mr. Knight, you know? I think that would be totally dope. Mm Mm-hmm. He his, his brony program. That's the thing that was so dope about this sh- is obviously to have Oscar Isaac be doing all the personalities is good. Mm-hmm. But to have Ethan Hawke be the foil that these personalities are bouncing off of. Yeah. Bro, and he's playing a weird fucking nut job. Love he's it. So awkward in like all the right ways. Like it's somewhat menacing because of how composed he is at the weirdest times. Yeah, dude, that's a. Uh... Have you seen a uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine? Oh, I have not seen either of them. Uh, Jared Leto's in it, and he's kind of the villain. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've. It, I, it's like my favorite. I've heard that favorite movie of his, maybe. Mm-hmm. But that's how he is, dude. Where he's just like ruthless and meticulous and fucking cold. It's kid, but like it's it's so, so like unvillainous. Yeah, it's like you you you're so in the belief what you're doing, and it's not like a crazy villain I'm where you're so like seeing them unravel. <laughs> no, it's like. You think this is for the greater the, the greater aspect of the world, but like you're not gonna break just because someone else is interfering. You're you're kind of wondering maybe this is a part of it all. Maybe maybe there's more to like it's it's just so level headed in like the menace and it just it's a nice balance. What versus, I want like see, an extreme. What I wanna see is like what brought like his character into like just going 
like nose deep into like believing in God and just putting his trust in like just basically just becoming a call leader like in, and then like just enforcing that thought into like a whole town to where everyone believes in you same as uh steven where he's like he says something about he's like isn't it hard basically being one of their vessels yeah, because what he's doing, he's serving the purpose of Amit. So, like, he, he's probably, like, ignoring some of his own wills and des- desires for this greater purpose. That's probably what carries his belief and the extent of why he puts out the effort he, he does. But what made him, like, what's the word uh, for him? Like, just give in. What made him uh, convert to uh, Mormonism? Submit. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Um. I think I think what happened was he had a very strong porn addiction and there was just a day where someone talked to him and he got saved because they said you can have more than one wife. And for someone like him to have that like whole stick thrown into him, it's probably very appealing. And when he got told it was like a reptilian waifu with Amit, gator-headed like waifu out here, he probably was like, I've watched an anime or two like that. Yeah, you know what's crazy? He would probably get along with the lizard. Probably. It's like Amit got Amit got that gator grip grissy. I gotta get out of that. There's not many words that like I that will will just like immediately kill any train of thought I have or like disrupt me, but <laughs> Anything that ends like that, bro, I can't. I can't. It, it just hurts too much. Uh, I hate. I hate looking at memes like that because it'll just interrupt my whole workflow if I'm at work and I'm just like, please no, I can't do this. All right. Anyways, now now that that's been said, let's move on because I'm still send this as fast as possible. Uh, after that whole conversation, there is a slight mention of uh, the Avatar series, and then there's the Avatar. Uh, but the movie and they're Dude. like, ah, oh, the anime, bro. I, I started laughing. I was like, this is so I laughed out loud because I was just like, no. I just did not see it coming. I was like, you just, I was like, maybe huh. not just why, why, why could you just say anime. something so controversial yet so brave? Like, yeah, I was like, because that's the funny thing about it. Like, everyone like acknowledges Avatar as an anime. But like when in in the pure sense in the pure sense of what an anime is is just the fact that it's animation and that's just what Japanese call Japanese people call it like it's literally an anime. The thing about it is like they brought it up in the like in a Disney like plus show Mm -hmm. with a rival of obviously not a rival as like in money making but like a rival as in like freaking Nickelodeon. Oh yeah. I mean, that just makes it all the better, right? Oh, I just found that funny. But um, after that whole encounter, he leaves, and then, you know, he works for the rest of the day. They go back to his nighttime shift, and then you hear Arthur on the speaker, and it's like, oh, yeah, Steven, um, time's up. And then he hears the dog, the howling, and it's the jackal, and he's about to get killed and all that. And let's skip the yada, yada, yada of it all. He's in the bathroom. Not... Jerking off. Let's just preface you sure that. About that. 
I'm Maybe pretty he positive. He could have been, but he wasn't because he was being chased. It was his life on the line. The, the filming the filming of him talking to Mark and just the shots of them going through the sink and bathroom and panning between like Mark staring at him but him like not staring at times and just the angles and perspectives they were using to go through that back and forth conversation was so freaking well done. And, like, he's so panicked, but Mark is like, bro, get it through your head. You don't let me through. There's going to be a serious issue here, right? And they're just, like, fighting each other. And he's just like, he's just like, listen, look at me. Let go. I got this. And then he does. And he got that whole transformation, bro. And they don't even show the fighting either. They're, they're enough of a stinking dick to, like, just not show it all another whole time, which I loved. I no, like, I love the way they did it, where he like, you like, hear it, brings you, you around, see, and you see it through the doorway. You see the thing trying to leave now that Moon Knight's out there, <laughs> and you, just, you can feel it, and then he's just <laughs> pounding that sucker, bro. And then he turns around at the camera. That's where the episode ends. I was like, oh gosh, you ended it at the worst and best part possible. Dude, he just turns around with that. Pointy hood, all proud. Like just honestly, though, where was where's the, where's the red cross symbol, bro? He's just like, a you... beacon of whiteness and, and pride. So much pride. So he much. So much privilege. He turns yeah. your mega hat on. <laughs> <laughs> if he if he started like, talking, listen. If he started talking, like you know, lights kill all damn uh, pesky. Egyptian oh, all natives out here. Oh, bro. I thought you were gonna say the word. All these Egyptian no. deities. Okay. Honestly, I thought about it because it's the most like out of pocket thing you could say for like just shock value. But I'm like that's that also like I'm not crossing the line. Not crossing the line. Both our channels deleted. Oh, yeah, yeah so instantly, but it's fine. Bro. As long as Troy doesn't say it, that's that's what we gotta avoid. <laughs> By episode six. Maybe, if they just maybe if they, maybe if, if if Brother Knight shows up, he might yeah. convert. If they keep if they keep instilling me with this feeling of nationalism, <laughs> who knows what will happen? <laughs> Brother Knight will be the the final straw. Troy will jump ship. Just like, it's just like goddamn. But yeah, honestly. The fact that the narrative of Moon Knight seems so distant from the MCU, like, I have no issue with that. I think it's kind of very nice to just see a character study that's happening in the the whole dynamic of the greater universe. And the fact that it's just Moon Knight, and you have it done by Oscar Isaac. And this could be all we get of him. Maybe he never signs back for any other projects. As long as they deliver on this, bro, I'll be satisfied. I I won't. I'll I'll just be out there being like, you know, it'd be nice to see Moon Knight, whatever, but like I'll be satisfied with what I get if they can deliver on this sucker. You know, they started when, so strong. When I um sacrificed my left nut to see um Zoe Kravitz, you know, appear in a TV show with her uh, catwoman persona. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say that I would sacrifice my right nut, but it would be close. I mean, for, I, uh, for, I might have. I, I, I I'd say I, I'd say I could do it for you, but I feel like if you don't commit, like 
then no, hold no, on. One's, no one's winning out here. No, because I feel, I can't I feel be, like I can't, your I feel like your prior sacrifice has set the stage for what is the greater I good. And be the only you're already you're already on you're already on the platform, and so if you don't go all in, like you're just short selling I yourself can't short. Sacrifice all my nuts. I need you guys to join. For, one of you, you have imagine, to sacrifice your nuts for Oscar Isaac to continue as Moon Knight. Can you imagine being Bruce Wayne? This introverted weirdo. <laughs> and then you got that version of Selena. She's like, hey, vengeance. <laughs> Anyways, that was it for Moon Knight. He's just will, constantly changing his pants. That will be it for the episode. We will not go into anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, our our friend JC did not show up. She was uh, preoccupied with watching this very popular uh group i've never heard before called uh behind the scenes i think that's what it stands for is that what bts stands for i i think they're performing at uh this event show it was called big, the big, grannies big tittied seniors I, I i that that makes sense if it was seniors because i feel like i think i'm pretty sure it's called the grannies or something like that right black trans um don't continue that word. You want to? That will literally. I know he's he's he's, he's he's literally he's literally pushing himself on the. Edge I was right gonna now. say he, I was gonna say sis, but then I was like, I think that's that that's literally a C. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. So before Troy gets himself like permanently like banned from the internet, big um, big Titan sex. You can you can find us on again Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Amazon uh-huh. Music, Audible, Spotify. Check us out on YouTube. Search up Flaws with You. You can also search up the Anime Couch Clips for any snippets that get condensed into smaller cut size, you know, portions for people to go back to and see. We have two videos on that channel out, and one that doesn't feature any of the episodes really? we've already aired, where we talk about uh, One Piece chapter ten forty three. Where the fuck are those? Ten forty four. Ten forty four. Yeah, you're right. Where did awesome. those? Where are those at? Uh, the, the anime, anime couch, couch clips. clips. Um, bacon tomato salad. Uh huh. All right. Anyways, now mm-hmm. that uh Troy's gotten that one out. Um, but before before we say goodbye, I would like to trap you in a saying that will have you. Oh, he's gone. Okay. Now that uh, everybody's looking at this Luffy pro, okay, he's back. So, I, I I had to because uh, you can't have children show up on film in videos and my nephew barge into the room, so I had to kick yeah, him out. Was uh, it on fucking Instagram? No, it's, it's, it's just YouTube. But uh, maybe our producer and editor Justin. Bro, make an Instagram account so I can get arguments in the comment sections with fucking kids. Dude, I'll do that once we have an audience on YouTube. That's how uh, we get one, bro. Is because we okay, like, all right, we'll, we'll do this. We'll we'll go through this uh, schematics at another point. Spicy but, couch. Uh, thank you, thank you for joining us again. You can look us up on theanimecouch.com and support us. There. Our Patreon is there, but. Troy, Justin, thank you for being here. Signing out. No, say, we want to make a, we want to make a promise. That All right, Justin, clips, say peace. For the Clips channel, we will 
review every episode of Moon Knight. I, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. If if that's what we want to do for the Clips channel, we can have 30-minute episodes talking about every Moon Knight episode. That's oh, no, valid. Not, not 30 minutes. Just like a measly 20 minutes. Like 15. I, I mean, if, we can, if we can do it in 15, we can. I mean, I, I'm not a problem with that. I was just being realistic here because we talk a lot. You know, got to prepare for that. But All right. that'll be it from us this week. Signing out. Peace. Tune in to the Anime Couch on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Check out Flaza Dude on YouTube as well for some choice, choice, cartoon-based and other nerd shit geared discussions, bro.